Strange things did happen here, no stranger would it be If we met at midnight in the hanging tree Are you, are you coming to the tree Where I told you to run so we'd both be free Strange things did happen here, no stranger would it be If we met at midnight in the hanging tree Are you are you coming to the tree? They strung up a man, they say we were free. Strange things that happened to you, strange or would it be? We left at midnight in the hanging tree. In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. In the time of censorship, non-compliance is key. From an undisclosed location in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. Welcome, folks. February 18th, 2023, and what a phenomenal time to be alive. First of all, we want to give all the glory to God and give His praise for allowing us to have this day and this week. Getting into it, um, starting with this soundtrack from the hunger games because i see a lot of interesting anomalies happening in correlation with different things in different movies but more importantly what i want to express is the fact that we can no longer look back we can no longer hang on to the clutches of what our lives used to be and what could have been or what could be we cannot hang on to that anymore we need to lunge forward and realize that we are in a war for the future and we are in a war for our sanity and our livelihood because it is under attack in full force against the new world order tyrannical agencies and non-government agencies that are attacking us at all fronts down to our school curriculums to the medical field and even in what's going on uh, in East Palestine with this chemical warfare uh, that is un ongoing between 50 to 100 mile radius of contamination happening. And that is not the only area that this is happening for. There's been a spill in Arizona. There's one in Texas. There's also one in Michigan. You cannot tell me that we are not under attack right now. We are being destroyed economically. Understand that if you are economically attacked by your means of life or supply or anything of that sort, that is an act of war. However, they are not declaring, which we are now in modern warfare. This is how they do modern warfare. They literally have captured the federal government and our state governments and state agencies. You have these third-party agencies such as FEMA or the CDC. We know now World Health Organization, um, groups like that, that have essentially conquered our government agencies and we're outsourcing everything to where they don't have any liability. For example, a couple days ago, there's a big town hall meeting with the Ohio residents in outcry and everybody's giving this mayor such a hard time and screaming at him yelling at him there's no epa representative there there's no 
county elected officials there. There's no federal officials. There's no FEMA. There's no uh, representative from the actual chemical company of the chemical that actually fell over the Union Pacific Railroad or whomever is in charge uh, of that railroad. They're not there. They don't care. So there's this guy walking around taking all the heat from these residents that aren't even able to redress their grievance and they have no source of support and direction. They're still being told that it's okay to drink the water there. Can you believe that? When there's evidence time and time again, there's so many videos circulating online of people throwing rocks in the water and you can see the, the chemicals rise up because the chemicals heavier than the water. But when you disrupt it, it all comes to the top and it looks like the, the water is just full of oil. If you've ever put oil or seen oil in water, right? It's just separated and it's cloudy and it's got this rainbow texture and it's unbelievable. Clearly you can't drink that water, but they're saying, oh, it's okay. Or we're still testing. It's been 13 days. How much testing do you need? And in fact, why do you guys still have funding? And how are you getting money in the fact you guys are so incompetent when you are literally, these agencies are sold to us that they are there to protect us. They're there for these specific times and specific moments to preserve and protect the public health. Yet they are nowhere to be found and they're not doing anything. In fact, they're saying, oh, it's okay. You can still drink the water. That's okay. Don't, don't go anywhere. Your kids are fine. Everything will be fine. When there's all these cancer carcinogens literally floating through the air and in the water, getting into the soil, who knows the lasting effects and the depths of the demographics and geographics of how far it's actually going to go and how bad this chemical spill is the one of three or four now. Now, how, how long, how often have we seen that? We don't see this anywhere. But they are destroying us and trying to demoralize us. And if they can't demoralize us, they're just going to destroy our entire economy. Like Klaus Schwab said, you will own nothing and you will be happy. Now, think of all the millions of people now that are disenfranchised from going on and about their lives and potentially cannot live in the houses that they purchased. They can't live in those neighborhoods. They don't know. Where are they going to go? Who's there to help them? Where's FEMA? FEMA said, oh, well, well we're not going to go. We don't need to send aid there. It's not that big a deal. Meanwhile, Trump's like, hey, I'm going to go to East Palestine next week. Oh, now all of a sudden FEMA's like, oh, we're going to get right on it. Yeah, we'll get aid there and everything else. So good job, Trump. Right? Good job, Trump. But... I digress. And that's why I still think Trump has some good in him because he's able to do things like this, right? As all the mistakes, everything else, now by no means, am I supporting Trump for president? No, I am not. Because I, 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 don't, I think he's too old. I think he, he wants to be, you know, a philanthropist and be out there and, and do good humanitarian things. Good for him. If he wants to help people get elected, good for him. I don't think he would be a good president right now. He should, he'd be a great vice president. And I think it would be very telling if he would be a vice president because that would show his humility because I think his ego has gotten so big and his narcissism has grown so much 
that I don't think he would ever step to that position. Whereas if he did, that would show a character development and an evolvement as a person and as a great leader on the ability to be number two. Because I think that's where he would be a good, that's where a good position would be. Because a, hum, a humble Trump is a great Trump. An over-egotistical uh, man that he is, it's not good for policy. It's not good for the country. Now, this one thing, this is great. Good job that he's going to East Palestine. He's putting attention on it because it is probably the biggest chemical national disaster that's ever endured in the United States, hands down. And these people are out crying and nobody's listening. So again, comes down to my point is it's more important than ever to be prepared, to be prepared to combat against whatever may come your way, whether it's an economic downfall, whether it's, you know, power outages, chemical uh, exposures, all of these things. It's so important to, to, to get together with your communities and everything else. Okay, enough about that. Uh, I, I, I do think it's important. I do think people should be talking about it. I think what's going on there needs some humanitarian aid. So any churches that are listening, anybody that's listening, uh, if we could send aid to East Palestine, I suggest that you do that, right? Because those people, they need it. There's a lot of nasty stuff going on over there, okay? So in that, uh, on some other side news, local news, uh, this is a story out of the Gateway Pundit. Uh, it's about, it's supposedly breaking news, right? But the legislator passes a bill to move the Idaho-Oregon border to include the large swath of eastern Oregon counties. So we've been watching this very closely. And since about November-ish, there's been a lot of momentum going on with this, especially with the voter fraud that had happened um, just this last election cycle and all the shenanigans and nonsense, we know voter fraud is, is not the business. We know they tamper, they step on the scales. They've been robbing us of our rights as state representatives, as individuals, as state citizens for 30, 40 years since mail-in ballots even started, right? We know how big of a disaster it is. But unfortunately, we're in the captured side over here on the west side of Oregon, but the east side's like, you know what? We still got some uh, common sense left. We're going to join Idaho, and uh, we're going to propose that. So if you've been following that, that's great. So now they now have some traction with the Idaho legislators, and they're looking to absorb it, and they're seeing the benefit. Because what's that going to do for Idaho? They're now going to get more House representatives. They're going to have a bigger voting block, and they're potentially going to be able to um, have a bigger stance, you know, in the presidential election and the general elections, because they will have more counties, more people, bigger population. And uh, for a red state, that's a giant thing. Now, is Idaho the end all be all? I don't believe so. I think Boise is almost just as bad as Salem or Eugene or Portland, right? They're a little bit better over there, but they're very, 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 very quickly outpacing uh, with the amount of growth of Californians and the nonsense and the disaster that's going on over there. Now, Idaho, long-term, 
might get absorbed, but this is a great move. Um, and, and so congratulations to them on that. So it's a, it's a huge win because the conservatives in Oregon are just fed up with the left policies coming from the Salem nonsense and the predators there and the lukewarm Republicans and everybody that's sitting down and anybody that says anything uh, that has an actual say uh, is bombarded by its own party, you know, by the predators in the Republican Party. So it's a Solomon you and, you know, McQuiston and, and those saboteurs that, you know, are probably agents of the, you know, the feds or something like that. They definitely have some backing and they're definitely in favor of, you know, the Democrats. And they're there to constantly just ruffle feathers and stir the pot. So the 11 eastern counties have already voted in favor to join Idaho. Now, here's the million dollar question. This is what everybody says. Well, what about Oregon? Oregon has to vote them out and Oregon has to approve it. That's nonsense. The foundation of this country is based on the Declaration of Independence in 1776 of July 4th, right? We didn't ask for permission from the king. We didn't ask for anything. We declared a state of independence. And I think there's enough momentum happening. Here's my prediction that these 11 counties will be declaring the state of independence to join Idaho against the will of Oregon. Now, whatever that means, whatever Oregon tries to do, sending the National Guard, you know, it could potentially get to that because there are a bunch of terrorists here. Now, will the National Guard comply? Probably not. But I don't doubt that that's going to happen. And it's definitely going to be a great tester for uh, Miss uh, Tina, Tina Kotek, because uh, notice she's kind of been silent. She's been quiet right now. And why isn't she speaking out against this? Why isn't she uh, doing anything? Well, that's because, uh, you know, her office doesn't have the best reputation. And she doesn't want any political fire right now while they roll out the next tyrannical plan with green energy and the green police and the ID verification card system. Oh, and there's an interesting tie to the Ohio is they actually rolled out a beta test called My ID a few months ago. But we'll get into that story. You're listening to Joshua Michael, Non-Compliant America, and we will be right back. Broadcasting from the formal state of Oregon in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. Welcome back, folks. Joshua Michael, second segment. We're getting into it. There's a short clip I wanted to play with some of the correlations and things that were going on in East Palestine prior to this chemical spill to go on. They were rolling out a My ID tracking system, quote unquote, for your safety. Take a listen. Fanta County coverage now, and East Palestine is known as the place to be. It's way ahead of the curve on a program to provide better treatment for anyone in the event of an emergency. 
I learned how it works and how it could help everyone in East Palestine. My ID provides quick medical information for emergency responders. Darlene Chapman is the outreach coordinator for this project, and she's an EMT. If they're in a situation where they can't tell us or they don't have any family around, this is something that would make my life easier. My ID works by taking a camera phone and pointing it at a QR code. It provides valuable medical information such as allergies, breathing difficulties, or other conditions so you get proper treatment and care. If anybody sees the QR code, you're, this, you'll be able to scan this and get the information. So it's, it helps that person, not necessarily just here, but anywhere in the nation. There are a few options for my ID. A bracelet, key fob, necklace, or attachment on your watch band. You can choose the one which fits your lifestyle best. That's up to you. Orders will start in January. The fire department has already collected $5,000 in donations to help. That's our ultimate goal. We want to be able to give this for free to the citizens and provide them with that extra layer of care so that we can better treat them. The offer includes Unity Township, which is served by the East Palestine Fire Department. These items cost around $20 each. You can even buy it for yourself. The fire department is hoping you'll be willing to wear it. My goal is to have 100% of our... That's right. 100% vaccinated. 100% stay in your home. 100% stay locked down. You see how this is where this is going, folks? You see how they are rolling out this ID and this whole system? It's not a coincidence. There's some great correlations going on with what's going on in the East Palestine because maybe it was rejected. Maybe it's completely coincidental. We don't know. We don't know. In other news, uh, Andrew Tate's frame job has now been exposed. There's been verified messages that have been leaked that clearly shows that the woman or the women uh, have planned <clears throat> Tate's frame job. So why is he still in prison? Why is it still going on? Again, it's not about the human trafficking. It's not about the human trafficking. It is about his message and his hundreds of millions of followers of young boys and young men that follow his message to be more masculine, to be assertive, to be aspiring, to be positive, and to break out of what's called the matrix, right? Also, something that's not getting much attention is the Epstein Black Book has been released. And if you haven't or don't know what that is or what that means, there are a ton of celebrities that are on that list. Anywhere from Jim Carrey to Will Ferrell to Eminem, Bill Gates, Charlie Sheen, all the usual suspects, Madonna, Oprah, Lady Gaga. There's just so many people. Will Smith. There's so many people that have been on Epstein Island tied in with real human trafficking and real child trafficking and real corruption. Not what's going on with this ridiculous Tate case. Uh, and nonsense. And the fact that he's still in prison should tell you everything. It's the same thing. Same thing. Okay, so one more thing I want to talk about, about this other uh, industrial uh, plant catching fire. And basically the EPA is doing nothing about it. Uh, this is breaking as of uh, yesterday. A massive fire broke out. A, re a renewable energy plant in Doral, Florida. 
and has burning for over five days straight. Okay, so it's a couple days old. Five days straight, it's burning. Nobody, where's the EPA? Where's Pete Buttigieg? And they're just saying, shelter in place. First, responders continue fighting the fire. At the waste plant fire, residents may experience increased smoky conditions. Those sounds are not telling you exactly what it is. Out of an abundance of caution and based on EPA guidance, we recommend all residents in impacted areas remain indoors. That's like putting a plastic shield in front of the cash register. That's going to, so it's saying it's going to protect you from COVID. Shelter in place, stay indoors. Where do you think the air comes from? The air comes from outdoors and goes indoors. So again, if you're stupid enough to stay in place when there's a a known chemical fire going on around your facility, you might as well be wearing a mask going on a jog by yourself out in the woods because that's the amount of brain cells that you have left and there's no hope for you. But if there is hope for you and you have some logic, get the hell out of there because they aren't telling you what's really going on, just like they aren't telling you about those weather balloons that were shot down. Just like they're not telling you about the real chemicals that are going on in East Palestine or who's really under attack or who really shot up at the Vegas shooting. What really happened there? Right. I watched a documentary the other day on it called uh, 11 Minutes, and it was all about uh, that shooting. And uh, and but but it but it was just kind of like a big cover up, kind of like 9-11. They still ran the narrative that it was one guy up in an apartment up in the building and there weren't shooters down in the field. Meanwhile, while that was going on, there are some little blips on there. They don't elaborate on it. But when they're talking to the police, the police mentioned that there were multiple shooters and multiple shooter locations at multiple casinos. But nobody ever elaborates on that. Right. I digress. I know I get off on a tangent uh, because there's so much news out there. There is just a ton of information. But one of the big things um, that I did want to get into is what we need to do spiritually to kind of cope with what's going on. Because I think this is not the beginning. This is not, this is just the beginning uh, of what we're going to endure. And I think the most important thing is to get on your knees and pray for forgiveness and pray for God's guidance. Because that's really the only thing that's going to get us through this. You know, they're trying to ramp up the alien thing. They're just bombarding our lives with distraction. And so the best thing that we can do is pray and get in right and in tune with God because he's the only one that's going to be able to get us through this. We'll be right back. To unmask the truth and expose the lies. The occupied forces do not want you to hear this broadcast. Breaking through the censorship and delivering more Gotta bring a little Missy Elliott in. <laughs> I always love me some Missy. 
All right, getting serious here, getting back into it, talking about uh, different things. I want to talk about corruption going on with lukewarm people, lukewarm Republicans. I think lukewarm Republicans are probably uh, worse than Democrats because they're kind of the snakes in the grass. They leave their intentions unheard and unspoke and uh, and potentially get us into some hot water because we think that at the end of the day that they're on our team where when the rubber meets the road, they are quiet. And so if you are sitting on the sidelines, which I know that there's a lot of you that are sitting on the sidelines because you guys come to me and expect me to do everything and expect me to put forth myself and lunge my life and my futures into the arena in which you want to sit on the sidelines. So if you're on the sidelines and you don't want to walk through the fire with me, then you are not my brother. And I spit you out of my mouth as lukewarm for you are not hot. You are not cold. And I just want to give that a message out to you guys, all of us. This is the animated contest of Liberty. It is up to all of us as individuals to participate in this process, this great American system. So I digress. One thing I do want to notice, uh, the ORP is underway and there's been a lot of, uh, smoke that has been uh, stirred up within the local Oregon Republican Party against the vice chair of Angela Plowhead, who I know Angela personally. Uh, she is a great person, and I think she is a awesome and a phenomenal fit as the vice chair of the ORP. Uh, I was part of her campaign that she ran a few years back. And I had a chance to meet her multiple times. She's very well informed. Uh, and I think as an acting ORP uh, representative, as a vice chair, I think she's the right person for the job. We don't need any more lukewarm people. And I think Angela has what it takes. She has the tenacity uh, to push forward and to move the agenda back to representing the people. I know everybody and their mom who claims to be a conservative, claims to be a Republican, says that they have the best interest and they're going to represent people and, the, and, the, and we the people. But at the end of the day, they don't. They sell us out, right? So, Angela Plowhead, you have my vote 100%. We back you 100%. Anytime that you want to come on the show, Angela, be sure to reach out to me. And we'll definitely uh, have you on. So that's going on. Another mud throwing contest, you know, by what I say, like the naysayers or the lukewarm Republicans are all the people throwing mud at Ron DeSantis right now. Ron DeSantis, who is actually doing Trump's agenda. Ron DeSantis, who is actually enforcing and creating policy, which is the MAGA policy, Right. They're throwing mud at him because there's some video circulating around about George Soros supposedly endorsing him. Well, I've watched the video. You guys can watch the whole clip. Basically, in context, what he says is that more than likely Ron DeSantis is going to get the nomination and will be running for president. And I hope that he does. And that's what that's what Soros says. I hope that he does because Trump's ego is so bad that he's going to run as an independent, which will then guarantee a landslide for the Democrats. That's what George Soros says. 
He hopes that DeSantis runs. He hopes that DeSantis gets the primary because he knows Trump's character flaw, which is his ego. And he's going to run against DeSantis as an independent thinking he's going to win because I think at this point, Trump is controlled opposition. Even though he's still doing good things, a lot of you guys won't agree with me. I think he's 100% controlled opposition. They got to him somewhere on and around January 6th. They got to him. That's, that's my 100% belief. Because everything that he does now, he doesn't quite get on the fringe and push the narrative the way that he used to. He used to stand up and do what's right. Now he kind of weighs his options. He sits back and he waits for the momentum or he waits for his PR firms or his people to tell him what to do. That's my opinion. Uh, Take it for what you will. But he will run as an independent and he'll be so upset that his base has deserted him that he will be a hardened bullnose disruptor for the entire process and we will see a dem- another Democratic president in 24. Now, how do we circumvent against that? I don't know. Because all the Trump embeds are so embedded and they're so team Trump that they've essentially become as bad as the Antifa leftists because they are so blind to the overall agenda. I believe the MAGA movement has outgrown and outpaced Trump. And there are some phenomenal people poking their heads up and getting involved and being outspoken and understanding the foundation of what it means to be American and reasserting that American spirit. But not all of them are being endorsed by Trump. Not all of them. Trump can't be the end-all be-all of the conservative movement. He can be a part of it. But he can't hijack the whole thing. Then everything becomes and revolves around Trump. It's always been like that. It's been like that since he got in. Excuse me. And so what's going on is there are all these people online, all these talking heads, the turning point talking heads, the Laura Loomers. Laura Loomers like the worst. And she's getting so much pushback. It's funny. Because again, she's on team Trump, which there's nothing wrong with that. I don't care if you're on team Trump. That's great. But there's nothing wrong with that. But the fact is, is that she's blindly carrying his water over everything and then bashing what anybody else does, but not looking within her own party. She's even openly admitted, well, yeah, he kind of was wrong about the vaccine thing. And let's look past that. That's not a big deal. When it's a giant deal. He initiated the lockdowns. He did that. And now I'm not going to go on a Trump bashing thing. But... Case in point is we all have to check ourselves and realize that it can't all be about Trump. We can't put all of our eggs into one basket. And we also have to take some personal responsibility and understand we are also participants in this great animated contest of liberty. We are participants and we have to become participants and not spectators. We can't sit on the sidelines and expect one man or one group or one organization, you know, or Turning Point USA to come save the day when they're just a massive profiteer front that it claims to be for the people. Now they've done some good stuff, but when the rubber meets the road, who's really there? It's your neighbors, your community, and local. That's it. That's what it needs to be focused on. 
That's what we need to focus on. And right now, the ORP is in duress. And there are some bad actors embedded into the ORP that are trying to disrupt the process and the ability for the people's candidate, like Angela Plowhead, to be able to make a stand and make a stake in that. We have to take over our local systems. We, the people, have to take that over. We can't let anybody else do it. And if you aren't willing to jump into the arena and you're going to maintain being lukewarm, being a coward, waiting for everybody else around you to make a move because you're scared of being vulnerable, you're scared of being out there on your own, you're scared of saying something. Some people think my radio show is fringe and I'm out there and I'm really putting myself out there and it's scary and they can't do that. Because they're good conservative Christian people. When all of us are on the chopping block, I got nothing to lose at this point. We all have nothing to lose at this point. We're all going to end up on the hanging tree if these people have their way. They're already looking to be able to arrest protesters. They're looking to be able to arrest you if you speak out. And have an opinion that differs from the mainstream system, which we know how wrong the quote mainstream system has been. It's more evident than ever. So what's their solution? Well, clearly we haven't been organized enough to contest against the elections and to be able to overturn the election fraud. So what do they do? They're just going to vote in quote unquote, (laughs) wink, wink. They're going to vote in a new bill. That allows them to arrest you if you say that the election was stolen. It allows them to arrest you if you say, I don't want to wear a mask. It doesn't work. Or I'm not going to get your vaccine. Boom, they'll take your kids away. Boom, they'll fine you. They'll seize your house. You see how fast this goes? Do you see how detrimental your future can become? Do you see how quickly the rug can be ripped out from under you? We've seen it. So how can you not get in the arena at this point? How can you not see which way the wind's blowing? And it might be scary. Big deal. It's a heck of a lot better than starving to death because you refuse to get a vaccine that's just going to kill you in three months or three years. That's a heck of a lot better than that, don't you think? Would you rather die on your feet than live on your knees in servitude? against the real fascism, against the real fascist corporations that have taken over our governments? Wouldn't you rather do that? I sure would. I couldn't even, I couldn't look or perceive the alternative. If you don't understand how dire a situation we are, then you need to really dig deep and pray about it and ask God what you should do. Because it's time now that we stand up And we start getting active and involved, and we have to do it at a local level. We'll be right back. Welcome back, folks. Last segment. 
What an interesting time it is that we're alive here in this moment. And here I am sitting behind a microphone, preaching to you, telling you all the things that we need to do in our lives. What an interesting position that we're in. Part of me just wants to, you know, go out in the woods and and hide. You know, there's a there's a flesh part because we honestly here in FEMA Region 10 in Oregon are probably in one of the worst states for when this tyranny rolls out. We are going to be victims to it. And so I applaud the greater Idaho people. I, I they honestly understand the the state of the world that we're in and how quickly things are going to shift to where Oregon is going to lock down completely and they're going to roll out with whatever National Guard or UN troops or whatever, anything uh, to try to restrict any type of movement, restrict anything in the name of green energy and everything else. We know that's what's coming. And if you don't realize that that's what's coming, then uh, it's time to pull your head out of the sand and get prepared and get involved. Getting involved is the most important thing that you can do. Because everything that we can hang on to and all the monetary things that we want to hang on to and we can prep and, and get food and get water and get all that stuff, as all of that is important, as we see, you know, in East Palestine uh, and other disasters going on around the country, this is only the beginning. We don't know which way they're going to hit us next. But if they can't, if they can't win these tyrants are just going to turn the chessboard over. They're going to make sure nobody wins. If you haven't figured that out yet, that's exactly what's happening. That's exactly what they're doing. So they're turning the chessboard over. They're making our country inhabitable by spilling hundreds of thousands of gallons of chemicals to where all the fish and the wildlife are dying. The contaminants are unmeasurable at this point to the degree that it is. Now, interestingly enough, I know you guys, a lot of you guys remember Agent Orange. Uh, there's old circulating video. I'm going to post it on my Twitter if I can get a copy uh, uploaded. But there's uh, Agent Orange landfills in Eastern Oregon to where they took 55-gallon drums of Agent Orange and they just dumped it into the landfill of the ecosystem. And there are many, many families that have had health effects and dysfunctions where some of their babies have so much uh, uh, issues when they're born because of Agent Orange and heart issues and health issues and everything else. So we've seen a direct effect 50 years later, still the effects of those chemicals being put in the ground. So I'm not familiar with the chlorine dioxide uh, chemical and what the long-term effects of it are and what it does, but I can't imagine it being good because there are so many dead fish, worms, animals. I mean, think about it, folks. Think about animals, animals that are instinctively instinctual to drink water. They have to, just like all of us. We all have to drink water, but they don't know how to filter it. They just have to do it. Sometimes I'm in a parking lot and my dog, you know, he'll want to drink some water in a puddle. 
and you can clearly see there's oil and stuff in there, but he'll drink it. He doesn't care. So I got to correct him, you know, and get him away from that because I don't want him to get sick. But think about how many wild animals are out there and just the catastrophe that's going on and just the sitting on their hands, the EPA, FEMA, the federal government, and all these agencies that are meant there to protect us. And where's the liability for the train transport company and the chemical company that was transporting that stuff? Where's their insurance? I know they got it. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions, potentially billions of dollars in loss and damage incurring right now. And that's just one of the things that's going on. There's a massive, violent epidemic of blacks against whites posting it on the internet. I follow this, uh, this Twitter and every, it seems like every couple days, you know, there's some white person standing in a store doing nothing. And some dark colored guy, Mexican or black guy will just walk up and knock them out and just punch them. It's called the knockout game, but it's becoming more relevant. It's becoming more obvious that there's a clear disconnect between reality and, uh, and what's going on. So I'm trying to pull a story up here. It keeps uh, redirecting me. But uh, anyways, yeah, on the Gateway Pundit, uh, the middle school boy, I don't know if you guys have seen this video, the middle school boy who is strangled by a female classmate. Now keep in mind, this is a grown woman. Now, she might be in high school, she might be in middle school, but guaranteed she started puberty early and now she is a grown woman. This boy looks like he might be a, maybe eight years old. Maybe eight years old. Maybe. I don't know exactly how old he is. But basically the middle school boy that was strangled uh, on the school bus, I don't know if you've seen this video, she, her, his mom's speaking out to the school, but the school is refusing to expel this woman for the blatant assault. It is a clear, blatant assault, and it's disgusting how she does this. So I don't want to get off on some racist tangent crap because I think, you know, the whole world's racist and they want racism in our conversation to where we become instinctively more tribal. But it's more important now than ever to come together and understand that this stuff is happening all over, but it's important to stand up against it. Right? After the school, Walt Whitman School in Virginia failed to take proper disciplinary action against the assailant. Brock decided to share the video and post her story for everyone to see. So we've all seen that, and it's absolutely horrific and disgusting for anybody. But where's the outcry? Where's the Greta Thunbergs in East Palestine? Where's the Black Lives Matter activists for that preach equality? Why are they not in the uproar of this? Oh, because that person's white and they don't care. So really, folks... It really comes down to us. It really comes down to how involved do you want to be? How much of a participant do you want to be? Understand that there is no future unless we take action in it. 
Because if we sit on the sidelines and watch our TVs and do nothing or preach about all this good stuff that we want to do, or we just want to speak good things into the universe, but we don't actually want to act, the universe is going to take control and give us a future that we might not be relevant in. With AI systems taking over, I know Elon Musk is fighting for humanity right now and speaking out against the world government that literally assembled and they're calling itself the world government. How much more evidence do you need to be slapped in the front of your face before you realize that we are under attack and we are in a war and you are the soldier and also the victim of that war. So are you gonna sit on the sidelines and be a victim? Or are you gonna do something about it? The time is now, folks. The time is now. Get involved locally, get prepared. You're listening to Joshua Michael, Non-Compliant America. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great, powerful, and godly week. Because all we have at the end of the day is God. And the best thing that we can do is do God's work, do God's bidding, and stand up against these evil tyrants that are trying to take over your world. Have a great week.